Good morning, Mid-Missouri. It's time for your wake-up call on KOPN Columbia 89.5 FM. Good morning also to our online listeners. I see your pins in the map there in Denver and Toronto and Amherst, Massachusetts, and a couple new ones. I see Freeport uh, in the Bahamas and Bangalore in India. So welcome to all of you who found us online. Um, I've I've, let's see, got distracted by the India pen. That's just amazing. Uh, today, we're expecting a high of 57 degrees with scattered thunderstorms. Um, so you want to grab your umbrella if you're here in mid-Missouri as, your way, as you head your way out the door this morning. And stay tuned for a full weather report after this, these news headlines. Um, so we have an update on a story that I believe Samir brought to you earlier this week. Um, Allison Kite of the Missouri Independent reports that workers accusing management of a St. Louis nursing home of unfair labor practices returned to work yesterday morning after walking out last week. Their union, SEIU Healthcare Missouri, released a statement following the end of the strike, which sought to secure higher wages and levels of staffing and stronger safety protocols for workers at Blue Circle Rehab and Nursing, which has a history of deficiencies identified by federal regulators. The workers called for investigations by St. Louis and St. Louis County into Blue Circle and two other nursing homes with similar ownership, Chestnut Rehab and Nursing and Big Bend Woods Healthcare Center. And so just thought I would give you an update on that. They are back to work. Hopefully they uh, had some of their demands met. And then here closer to home in election news, Blake Willoughby announced his run for re-election to the Columbia Public School Board of Directors yesterday. There will be two seats open on the April ballot. Willoughby is the first candidate to announce. Um, related to that, the school board unanimously voted to extend their current COVID mitigation plan for another month on Monday night. Also on Monday, Shimon Schwach, who currently serves as the Boone County Advocate Supervisor for Heart of Missouri Court-Appointed Special Advocates, or CASA, announced her run for Martha Stevens' soon-to-be-vacant seat in Missouri House District 46. Republican Senate Majority Leader Caleb Rowden also announced yesterday that he will not enter the already crowded competition for the 4th District Congressional race. So lots and lots and lots of things going on there in both the municipal election in April and what's going to be coming up to the primaries in August. Getting really interesting. On Wednesdays here on the Wake Up Call, we check in with John Dupuis, who's the host of Tech Radio right here on KOPN. Good morning, John. Boop, push that button. And now I can say good morning, John. Good morning. How are you? We've got some very interesting... Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. So tell us. We've got some very... (laughs) We've got two two interesting broadband stories going this morning. Okay. Um, uh, Second one's kind of an announcement. But anyway, um, this is kind of a follow-up on the infrastructure bill that passed last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is part of an infrastructure bill of $65 billion in broadband spending. And because this is the tech thing here, I was going to go and expand on a little bit about what that actually means. Um, so first off, the largest portion of it is $42 billion, which is going to the NTIA. Now, the NTIA it stands for National Telecommunications and Information Administration. Um, they actually do state grants. So this is actually kind of an open-ended piece. Uh, basically, it's the gift to the states. <laughs> mm-hmm. Each state will decide what they will do on it on their own. So you can't really say what that's going to mean in the long run. Yeah. Um, but getting down below that piece, uh, with $14 billion going to the FCC, this one actually will have a very strong indirect effect on uh, broadband uptake because oftentimes it's not so much that there's not a fiber carrier in the area, that the fiber carrier in the area is trying to choose which neighborhoods to go to first because they're in some areas where there's both copper broadband available and fiber optics available, 
adding fiber optics is a challenging choice because some people will stick with the copper. And if you have a neighborhood that has, say, like a 25% of the people take the fiber optics as they come in, and the other 75% lies dormant, that might be a 30-year payback on that neighborhood. And so it's that just, really scares. It's just a <laughs> bad business. It's, it's bad business for the broadband carriers that you're saying. Right. Yeah. Whereas if it's 50%, that changes the whole game. So uh, what this does is it, it's, for afford- it's for affordable broadband. It's for people that can't afford broadband. Yeah. Um, it makes it easier for them to pay for the slightly more expensive fiber optic, which increases the take rate, which makes it much more compelling for a fiber carrier to come in and actually lay the fiber. Well, that explains why sometimes, like, I know Socket would send a postcard out and you would get it and it'd be like, you know, for $10, you can reserve your spot. So they were feeling that out. They were trying to figure out how many people yeah. in this area, I guess, are going to commit to this, even if it's only like a $10 commitment, so they could decide where to move next. So that makes a lot of sense, actually. It does, right. Because the difference between a five-year payback on your investment and a 30-year or 40-year payback yeah. is huge. Well, the people um, involved will be dead in 40 years. <laughs> you know, They're never yeah. going to live to even see it, most of them. So, yeah. Interesting. It's, uh, it, it's, it's an interesting take. At any rate, uh, there's also the uh, $2 billion of this specifically goes... I, I skipped a whole bunch of carriers that are getting it because, mm-hmm. frankly... Mm-hmm. it. it they're very they're very specific for different things, right? Uh, but two billion goes to the RUS, uh, which is the Rural Electrification System. That's their new version of that, okay. and they're the ones that actually install fiber in rural America. Wonderful. So that'll have a big impact on rural Missouri. Yeah, as uh, you know, as we found during the pandemic, with people having to go online for their kids' school and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 an essential service. Having really good, reliable, solid internet is almost as important as having clean water and running, you know, plumbing. It's, it's, it's essential. It's not no longer just something fun that you have where you play games. It's, you really need it, I think, to, to be a citizen yep. in our society. You can't get by without it anymore. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, none of these things, uh, other than perhaps the one that was going to help with assistance, is going to help Columbia itself a lot, but mm-hmm. the surrounding communities may see a lot of impact from this from this bill yeah there's a lot of people Columbia's, listening this morning that aren't in columbia i mean we go all across mid-missouri and so i'm sure yeah. this is going to have you know really far-reaching effects and really important um really really be a real quality of life game changer for some yeah. people that are listening out you know out in the rural areas that are our um, our uh, signal reaches yeah before we run out of time though yeah. um if you want to, uh, if you are in Columbia though, and you want to speak your voice about broadband availability in Columbia, they are having a city meeting today. Just oh. coincidentally, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> um, it's at um, it's today at six p.m. at the city hall conference room, one A one B, and you'll get a chance to speak your voice about uh, broadband in Columbia if you want to. Columbia is an odd scenario because most cities are trying to get the one fiber carrier to come in. Mm-hmm. And Columbia has three of them yeah. with the same territory, yeah. which makes things complicated. <laughs> so you, what's the meeting about tonight? Do you have a sense? Um, it's basically where you get to air your complaints. Oh. Uh, they're looking for solutions, too, but I somehow doubt a random person's going to walk in with yeah. some kind of solution. Yeah. So a citizen might go if um, they're not receiving decent service where they live they could make that known i guess or what would you right. envision uh, that it, happening it, it's not a just so that you all know it's not a tech support session They're yeah not right right people there i'm just trying to but envision what somebody who, who yeah, might be motivated to go to a, yeah they're trying to get a feel for how things are going in columbia okay 
Um, and, and I know full well because of my involvement in the industry in the past here in Columbia, mm-hmm. um, there's some areas of town that are laid up with fiber and everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. There's some areas of town where they can barely get ESL or cable modem. Yeah. And it, it's very fractured. Yeah. It's like a, a map with a bunch of spots of fiber and these little slivers winding all around the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, people can't get anything. So, so and if you're it, listening, frustrating. So, if you're yeah. listening this morning and you're one of the people that falls in those dark cracks, that might be somebody who would want to show up tonight at six o'clock at City Hall and just let it be known that they yeah. don't have good service and they would like some. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. It. Good. Okay, cool. All right. Well, John, thanks for that. That's important and timely news. Appreciate it. And uh, if you like that kind of news, you can follow John on the web at tech.radio. Let me quickly do our full weather report. Tonight, we're going to see scattered thunderstorms with rising chances throughout the day, peaking at 11 p.m. tonight with a 91% chance of rain, according to Weather Underground. It'll cool down to 44 degrees overnight. The rain should completely clear out by Thursday morning with a high of 56 forecast for tomorrow. The weekend will be cooler with highs in the low to mid 40s and a projected low of 29 degrees Saturday night. It's 56 degrees outside right now and upstairs downtown Columbia. Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman is next. KOPN, Columbia.